0: Welcome to the Solomon's Porch podcast, the podcast from the worship experience of Solomon's Porch at Valdosta First United Methodist Church. We want you to be encouraged and inspired in your faith journey. So sit back and relax, unless you're driving or using heavy machinery, and enjoy.
1: $800 microphone, it's all right. Good morning. So this is different, right? Not what you may have been expecting when you walked in, but uh, uh, we're Justin and Allison Crenshaw. We are um, the youth and college pastors. I say plural because we are. Um, Those of you who know my wife, you know that's true. Everybody's nodding. Yes, yes. Um, So that's why she's up here. She doesn't want to be up here, really, but uh, I've begged and bribed, and so she's up here. Uh, we're so glad you're here. We, we uh, Shannon and I decided a few weeks ago, we would just try something different. Uh, we wanted to showcase all that God is doing in our wonderful student and college ministries. And Of course, last Sunday was Student Sunday, um, and uh, a lot of you are students or parents of students or grandparents of students or a volunteer with our student ministry, uh, and so we're very thankful for you. Glad glad you're here today. Uh, but this our college ministry, which is, goes by the name of Portal, uh, is an extension of that. Um, what happened was, is about three years ago, uh, Shannon and I uh, were sort of just talking and dreaming. And um, we we're, were discussing the growth in the, in the student ministry. Because in the last three or four years, um, God has really done some incredible, remarkable things with our student ministry. And obviously, what happens uh, as your student ministry grows... And the, um, the the average uh, of of amount of kids who stay home and go to VSU um, increased drastically, and not just for our home um, hometown kids, uh, but for all of our kids who are all over the place when they come home. We they need there there needs to be something for them. We we want, and, and we're so invested in the lives of our students. It was a natural thing for us to say. We all, all of a sudden, we have need for a college ministry. Um, our college ministry was dormant for a few years, uh, and it's just the ebb and flow of, of, of the way churches go. Uh, but what happened was, two, two years ago, um, I had a massive graduating class, and some of you guys are here, hey, you're home, love you guys. That's awkward, not at all, right? Love you guys. But what happened was, is with the class of 25 that graduated a couple years ago, we said, we need a college ministry, and we need it now. And so, Portal was sort of born out of that. And today, what we're going to do for the for the uh, for the message time is we're going to have sort of a, a panel uh, where we have some of our college kids come up, and they're very brave to do so. All right, these lights are 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 scary and blinding, um, and they make you say weird things sometimes because you're just disoriented, but. This is unscripted, save the fact that I have some questions I want to ask them, and I want you to hear from their heart. I really, we want you to hear what God is doing in them um, as best they can articulate it. And so, if I asked you um, to uh, share this morning, I want you to come join us on stage. Claire, Cassidy, Tinley, and Daniel. Come on, Daniel. You guys may recognize Daniel, he was back there playing percussion. Um, and, our, and our college kids uh, led a lot of the worship this morning. We, that was intentional. We wanted we have incredibly talented kids. Amen. And we want to give them here's one for you. You guys grab a mic off the back of there. Can we pass it? Okay, we can do that. We can do that. How are you guys doing? Good. Good. Ready to go? Before we begin, I want to share a a verse of scripture here, actually three verses of scripture that I think um, kind of sums up what we want out of our college ministry. You know, a lot of ministries, especially for youth and college and young adult aged people, are geared around a worship service or an event, right? And we thought ourselves, Shannon said, well, we don't want to do that because we have a jam up worship service right here every Sunday morning. Why would we duplicate that and make, make the foundation of our college ministry be a worship service. So intentionally we decided through a lot of prayer and, and conversation that we wanted it to be based around a small group. And that small group meets in our house every Monday night at 8.30. And the small group has become a rather large group. Um, it could be two or three groups, and, uh, but still they pile in our living room uh, because of the intimacy and the closeness there. Um, it changes somewhat if you meet, um, for college students at least, in a Sunday school classroom or at a church. So what we decided, we moved it to our house, and we, we modeled, um, and you'll see in a minute, we modeled really what Jesus did with his disciples, meeting in somebody's kitchen or somebody's living room, you know, drinking coffee. I'm sure they didn't have, didn't have coffee back then. But, you know, sitting around talking over a meal. And really, honestly, Portal has become... Uh, that it's taken on that model in Ecclesiastes chapter 4 it says this in verse 9 two people are better off than one for they can help each other succeed if one person fails the other can reach out and help but someone who falls alone is in real trouble likewise two people lying close together can keep each other warm and how can one be warm alone a person standing alone can be attacked and defeated but two can stand back to back and conquer. Three are even better. For a triple braided cord is not easily broken. Some of you are familiar with this scripture. It's a little different version. Um, a cord of three can't be easily broken. That sort of thing. Um, much less a cord of twenty-five or thirty. And that's what kind of our, our our college ministry has become. And we want to be. We we open up our home. We want them. We want it to be a refuge for them. We want to be a, a place where they can um, be themselves. Talk about whatever is going on in their life, and really learn to love Jesus. Um, That's what we want uh, for those Monday night meetings. So I'm going to introduce our, I'm going to say panel, right? Is that that too weird to say? It's a panel, right? Okay, because we're going to be asking you questions. Right here we have Tenley Kiger. Tenley attends VSU. Well, you all are VSU, and and, uh, Claire just graduated. um, You were in grad school. That's right. You graduated recently with your undergrad. Now you're in grad school. Bless you, my child. Bless you. And now we and then we have uh, Cassidy Phillips right next to her. Um, we have Daniel Warren, and we have Claire Brink. And uh, again, they're real brave to do this. So, um, you guys ready? To get started. I, I've, we prayed over some questions that we we, at, we wanted to ask them to give you guys an idea of kind of where they are in their in their in their spiritual journeys. And this, their part is completely unscripted. Uh, like we said last Sunday, authentic. Right? We're going to get real. Uh, it may get real. I uh, Hope you're okay with that because this is real life. When you do life with people, when you decide to walk with someone on their journey, it's going to get real. Um, or otherwise, we need not even try to do it. And so uh, we want you to hear their hearts. Um, first, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to start with you, Tim, okay? Um, how did you c- get connected to our college ministry? How did that happen?
2: Um, well, it sounds really dumb when I actually say it, but Claire's my grand big in my sorority, so she's like one of my family members, and we were always really close, but um, in January, she asked me, she was like, please come to Portal with me, like, it's really fun, and I was like, I don't know what that is, so I'm probably not going to go, and she was like, it's just like a Bible study, like small group, um, it's really fun, so you should just like try it and come, so I went, and I loved it, and I've been going ever since.
3: Mine is actually kinda similar. My roommate freshman year, we were sitting there in the dorm room talking about religion or something, and one of her sorority sisters was in there that attended Portal and she invited me and I've kind of been going ever since.
4: Um mine was uh, <laughs> uh, um well. Um uh, I I attended Chrysalis a while ago, but um I knew that Justin played music there. And I like playing instruments and stuff, as y'all can see. And um, I just thought, okay, I'm I get to know him pretty well, and it'll be pretty cool. And then they told me about Portal, so I decided to go. And now, I mean, now I pretty much stay over there all the time. So (laughs) that's 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 me. My house is your house. Yeah, yeah. pretty much.
0: (laughs) Um, Like Justin said, I'm in grad school, so I actually teach with Allison, and uh, she asked me to start coming to Solomon's Porch with her. So I came for a few months, and I was really just standoffish, and then she was like, you need to come to Portal, and so I went, and I think I've been going for almost a year now.
1: The next question I have for each of you, and it's going to be funny, because it's got a conveyor belt, the mic is just going to make its way down, but that's all right. Uh, I want you to share just a little bit about your own story of faith, like how, um, maybe how you met Jesus, or and or what God may be kind of currently doing in your life um, and maybe how um, that group on Mondays has, has helped with that.
2: Okay, so I grew up in the Episcopal Church, and um, my whole life growing up, I didn't re- like, faith wasn't applicable. It was just kind of like, you come, you sing hymns, and you pray, and then you leave. And you only do it on Sundays, and maybe like a Bible study on Wednesday, if there wasn't something else going on. And so when I got into high school, um, I fell into a lot of bad things, and I basically needed Jesus more than ever. So I started to have a relationship with him. I had a lot of really good mentors in high school. I found this great church. Um, I'm from Tallahassee, so it was called City Church, and it was awesome. And I was able to volunteer there, so I started serving. And, um, I, like, everything was great. I just I loved my church, and I had a great relationship with Christ. Um, and then I got baptized my senior year, and... Um, then I went to VSU in the fall of 2014 and I joined a sorority and um, wasn't involved in a church and um, kind of fell apart from my relationship with Christ. And I was not going to let anything get in the way of having fun and being in the sorority and doing my own thing. So I kind of just pushed. Christ to the side and um, started to, like, compartmentalize my faith. Like, I'd go home for holidays, and I'd go to church, and everybody would be like, how is everything? Like, have you found a church? I'd be like, no, I haven't really found a church, but, like, I come here, so I just come here when I can. Um, I'm too busy for a church right now. Like, I just don't have time. And then um, spring, my freshman year, was still kind of doing the same thing. Just really didn't think it was a big deal that I had kind of pushed my relationship with Christ to the side. And then um, my fall of sophomore year, I kind of hit rock bottom, and um, then spring of sophomore year, I left and did an internship at Disney World, and when I came back, things had definitely changed. I had these roommates at Disney that were great. They were Christ followers, and they really kind of like brought me back to myself, and um, so when I came back, though, everything was different. I didn't fit in my sorority the same way I fit in when I was a freshman. I was willing to do whatever it took to be popular, and um, I just kind of lost my train of thought. Sorry. So um, then fall of junior year, um, I was really struggling. I felt really isolated in my sorority because, I mean, I wasn't doing the same thing I was doing freshman year. I didn't get along with girls the same way I used to because I just didn't see things the way that they saw them anymore. And so in January, um, Claire invited me to go to Chrysalis with her, and I was not going. There was no way. Um, My roommate had been telling me I should go for a year, and I told her, absolutely not. I was not leaving my phone for a weekend. There was just no way. So, I wasn't going. I, I wasn't going. Well, <laughs> the week before Chrysalis, Claire called me, and she was like, please come with me. Like, I really can't go alone. So, she guilt tripped me into it. And, and then I just felt really bad because I wasn't going to keep her from doing something great and furthering her faith. But, so I would just hang on. I would just go along for a ride, whatever. And it ended up, like, changing my life, and it really just, um, like, I'd never felt more, like, closer to Christ, and it just brought me back, and it was just, like, all the things I went through in college finally made sense, because now I had a testimony. Before that, I wasn't really, I didn't really have a story of faith or anything, but everything I went through made sense, and um, uh, after Chrysalis, started going to Portal, and um, started coming to Solomon's Porch, and um, now I'm just kind of in that weird place, like, with my story. I still feel, like, isolated sometimes, because I'm just not the same as them. But being able to go to Solomon's Porch and Portal, I now have a kind of a more tangible way to minister um, to my sisters. And it's still a struggle. Um, Like a lot of them just like don't understand. And sometimes you can be looked down upon because I will always put my faith before my sorority now. And um, a lot of them don't understand that sometimes. And I'm lucky to have close friends that do. But um, every day is kind of hard, just as far as that goes. But being able to go to Portal and, um, like, at Chrysalis, Alice and Justin both wrote me letters, and they said, like, we want to be there for you. And I've told them a lot of times, but, like, that meant the world to me because my entire time about Austin, I just really haven't had, like, mentors like I did in high school. I mean, being away from my parents, being away from my church and everything. But um, that's kind of my story of faith. Well... I grew
3: up right outside of Atlanta, and I went to the, it was a pretty fairly large church, and I got extremely involved there my, in high school pretty much, and I was an intern there my senior year, and so everyone knew my name. I knew who almost everyone was, and it was a lot of people, and people looked to me and said, she loved Jesus, and at the time, I really did. And right before I signed my card came coming to VSU, and I just knew the Lord had great plans for me. But about two weeks before I came to college, um, my parents had told me they were getting a divorce. And it was for the best and I knew that and I was happy that they were happy. But coming to college, I didn't really know anyone coming down here and I kind of had an identity crisis and so I found myself joining a sorority and in that sorority I found my identity in that everything I did was Greek life and all for it. It wasn't the best for me though. I lost my faith when I was going through it. Um, It wasn't necessarily the girls but It was me not wanting to hear what Jesus had for me anymore. It was pushing him away and being completely rebellious. And he let me do it. He said, you have free will, so go ahead. And I hit rock bottom several times, but I didn't know what to do. I didn't know where to turn. And so I turned back to the sorority, hoping that they would help me. Then uh, when someone invited me to Portal, they showed me... A love again that I had been missing for so long, a love that I had forgotten that existed because I was surrounded by people that loved Jesus and the Lord slowly, it wasn't an immediate like change in heart, it was coming week after week, learning to see um, Jesus again and what ways that I could love Him greater again. And throughout that process, they Allison and Justin and just everyone that's in Portal just surrounded me and just loved me for who I was at the time and didn't try to point out how wrong I was in some of the things that I was doing. And in that process, I just learned to love Jesus again. I learned what a true, authentic love was. And it brought me so much closer to him because I went sprinting and running back to him.
4: Okay, um, I'm gonna tell you about what God has currently done in my life. I guess I mean the semester just ended, but He really helped me out like the whole semester because I just started the nursing program at VSU, and it's it's a lot different than you know normal classes and everything, and stress is like is pretty bad when it comes to that. But um, I ended up um just kind of I, I I used to like whenever I was in high school and like early college, I would just kind of stop go into other stuff to do homework and everything just so I can finish everything and hopefully pass the class but um I did it I, I was able to like put si- put time aside just to know like on on Mondays we, would, we we'd have portal and everything and like if I had homework almost every time unless I had like a test the next day and I needed to cram and that happens sometimes but I would like I would try to set time aside cuz I know I needed to get uh as much, uh, I guess, I learn learn as much as I can about Christ, and I mean like, we talk about all sort all sorts of things, so, I mean it's not ne- necessarily a a Bible study on just like one particular passage or anything, it just, it, I mean it could be like about stress that you're having at, at school, so that helped a lot, and a lot of times it would happen like that I would be real stressed out about tests, test, and that's what we talk about, so I, that had to be God, so High school students,
1: are you listening? Are you paying attention to that? That's for you too.
0: Um, my faith journey is very new. Um, I was baptized in 2015, my senior year of college. Um, and I like, like these two girls. I made some poor decisions in high school and college. And, you know, it was just kind of a hole in your heart that you're trying to fill with everything that's in the world rather than with Jesus. And, I, you know, you go to people for temporary satisfaction, for temporary relief. And... Um, so I guess Allison saw that in me because um, we worked together and she kind of took me under her wing and it didn't take long for me to tell her, you know, past three and a half years I've been struggling with severe depression and anxiety. And um, so, you know, one of my favorite things that she always says is, it, it was Jesus. I'll tell her thank you and she says, it was Jesus. And it's so evident that Jesus' light shines through the both of them. Um, so for a few months she's like, I want you to go to Chrysalis. Nope. Okay, let's, let's pray about it. Okay, Once want you go to Chrysalis, Nope. <laughs> I mean, it was about three or four times and I was like, my anxiety just like, nope, nope, nothing different, nothing new, can't put your phone away, can't do that. So finally I was like, fine, fine, I'll do it because she has this habit of always being right. <laughs> and so I went and I got Tinley to go and Tinley and I met one of our best friends and um, it was just so awesome to finally, you know, fill that void in your heart with Jesus, you know, you try to fill it with all those other things, and, and I was like, you know what, if I just give him this stress, I give him this anxiety, I give it all to him, it's going to change who I am, and now I have this peace in my heart, you know, that everything's going to be all right, it's all in his plan, and, and I love that he gave me the past that I have, and I did turn my back on him, but through his grace, I can, you know, no matter how many times I turn my back, he's always going to be there. To lift me back up just waiting on just waiting on me to come back so my heart's on fire and it's been on fire and um it's it's definitely thanks to these two for bringing me back
1: one thing i want to point out and allison's gonna share um one thing real quick is hang on a bit um (laughs) it's it's not all great like you hear stories of what god's doing and it's mixed in with some some pain and regret it's mixed in with some very hard times we've seen um, a couple of our students through the loss of, of someone special a parent a grandparent um, several grandparents uh, this even just this year and um, um, and one and one of ours lost her dad this year and uh, look um, if 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 we the church and this is this is not for us to sit up here and say well in that nice for us to be the church it's to, to walk alongside with someone when you don't really feel like dealing with what they're dealing with even when you when you don't know if you have it in you, you i've got you know what we say is i 've got so much on me how can I possibly help anyone else but that's the, that's the body of christ that's what we do that's th- this is what we are to each other it's family and uh, and, and I promise you God if you are if you're sitting in here, there are people, and you know Jesus, there are people in your life, in your circle of influence, in your sphere of, of life, wherever you go, whatever you do on a daily basis, that need Jesus, and they need to see him in you. Um, and and it's, it's, a, it's a choice that we make. It's a choice uh, to allow Jesus to work and, 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 and speak through you, even when you feel like you're dry as a bone. Uh, there are Mondays where I don't feel like I have anything to say. Worth anything? I don't. There are are Mondays where I feel like I'm not. How can I sit and discuss Jesus when I feel so far away from Jesus at the time? Well, God does this cool thing where He ministers to you when you need it. He gives you things when you need it. And 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 the main thing is we learn from that is that He makes up for what we lack. Our weakness works great when it's mixed in with what He does with His strength. Right. So we rely, he, we, we learn to rely on him through that.
5: Oh, okay, hey. Um, Justin asked me to share about my role in Portal, and I was like, really? I mean, I make coffee. And I vacuum, and I mop, and I get the kids to bed before everybody shows up. And I know those things are important, or Portal wouldn't happen, but the more I thought about it... Um, I feel like ultimately my role in Portal is just to be a mom. Um, you know, on Sundays, I'm a, I'm a mom to high schoolers, but they all drive home to a mom. Um, and so then on Mondays, a lot of, of our kids that come, are they don't have a mom in Valdosta. So, you know, when we start talking about, like, Justin can play the guitar and play the piano and sing, I'm like, I don't have any talents, but I can be a mom. That's one thing I can do. So um, I feel like that's my role, is to to try to be a mom. And, and I am a mom. I, I, I laugh and I play, but I also can get on these kids, too. So um, <laughs> I can scold them like a mom, but I think they... And me. And him. And I, but I think that they appreciate that and need that. and um. And two, you know, Justin mentioned it. We try to make ourselves as available as we can. um, And that is not in our strength. That is absolutely Jesus, that He gives us the energy to go all the way through Monday and then stay up most Monday nights till close to one, so, Um, and then get up on Tuesday and go to to school again, Um, so that's Jesus, it's not me, I I don't have that in me, he absolutely gives that to us, but it's a privilege to pour into these kids' lives, and to be present for them, and when they text us, and they need to talk, like right then, and they don't have someone to talk to, that we can be that person, that's also Jesus, because when my phone Texts at two o'clock in the morning. I'm sleeping. I don't know how I wake up, but I hear it and I get up So if they need me, I'm there But that's pretty much like what I do And Justin is We just love these kids and we're like a surrogate parent for them while they're so far from home and some are really far from home Um, But I also wanted to mention I think this is when you want me to say this that we you know The the awesome thing about college is that you graduate hopefully right? everybody. That's the end goal. That's the light at the end of the tunnel. And so everyone's striving towards graduation. Um, last Monday, I think we had four laptops around our kitchen table. Everybody was like writing papers and stressing and online quizzes. And I walked in there I was like, oh, I'm so proud of these babies. They're doing their work. Well, they have to because they're cramming. Because yesterday and the day before was graduation. So, um, <clears throat> And it's really neat. I didn't know that we had so many kids home. So like Justin mentioned, we have so many of our college kids away that were ours. Well, they're still ours. They're just away. And they're back here today, which is so cool that they're here on this day. Um, But we have had several kids graduate this weekend. So I was going to say those names real quick. And then in a minute, maybe not right now, we'd like to pray over if any of them are here. We have several here and several away. So here at VSU, we had Megan Hoffman and Connor Butler and Suzanne Wynn, and Emily and Holland Singletary all graduated yesterday. You can clap, that's cool. Really proud of them. And um, <clears throat> then also in Athens, we had Emily. Smith Allison Addy and Alden Bynum and they were all ours we claim them still they graduated yesterday and uh, yeah clap sorry and uh, this is really exciting out of that group I know for a fact that four of them will be employed in Lowndes County to teach in the fall isn't that awesome so we get to have them here still and we're really excited about that so um I know for a fact one of them's going on to grad school too. So we'll pray for her. But um, so it's really a privilege to love them and to then continue to love them because those that are going to be teachers, we're not done with them. We're still going to love them and text them and talk to them all the time. So it's just, it's all an honor. It's very much an honor.
1: Thank you guys. You can get down off this <laughs> dreadful stage now. Thank you guys. Love y'all. Give them a okay, hand, awesome. please.
0: Uh oh. Yeah. Sure. Uh oh. Is it on? So um, they don't know about this, but us portal people got together and decided that because these two are our parents I mean, I call her mom all the time. Thanks mom. Thanks for lunch (laughs) Um, We decided they deserved a day for themselves. So we have a beach day planned for you all Um, Dinners paid for you have a massage and you also have a family photo shoot from Seth In your very own Crenshaw cooler
1: thank you guys let you take this okay um (laughs) i don't know how we're going to do this but we're going to try we're going to transition into a time of communion real quick and i know we're we're uh please don't look at your watch your clock jesus is still in, in the place right um hey you do uh, one thing I want to say before Shannon uh, takes it from here. Uh, all, everything you heard boils down to one thing, Shannon, and, and we talk about this all the time. But there's one truth. This is not a, for us here, it's not opinion. It's a non-negotiable, and it's this. So you ready? We feel like that Christ-centered community is the only way to transform lives. Amen. The only way. Uh, and, and honestly, it goes beyond Sunday morning. Uh, we believe in the power of a small group or a large group on a Monday or a Thursday or a Sunday morning, Sunday school, whatever, whatever it is, we really, really believe in that. And, it's not, and honestly, we've got, we're so sure of that that we feel like Christ modeled that with his disciples, right? We want to love on each other uh, in, in the comfort of someone's living room because Jesus did that. There's a reason he did that with his disciples. It's a non-negotiable. If you're a student, if you're a parent, if you're a grandparent, if you're sitting here and you can hear me, Christ-centered community in the form of a, of a small group or a one-on-one discipleship, mentorship relationship is the way. It modeled by Jesus for us to have changed hearts and changed minds. Amen? We want that for every student, every parent, every grandparent, every man, woman, child. We want that for you. And uh, hopefully we live that out here. Shannon?
6: You know, one of the things um, I shared a couple of weeks ago, I think uh, the there was a sorority, uh, a couple of sororities that were here, had a special night of, of uh, worship. And one of the things I said to them that night was, and was true was, Man, I wish I would have had this when I was in college. Um, I wish I would have had the opportunity to go to somebody's house and let them speak some truth into my life, into my crazy, crazy life. Um, I think a lot of us can, can uh, agree to that. Um, we wish we'd had that. And so I just want to echo what, what Claire just said. Just thank you so much, Justin and Allison, for the way that you minister um, within, within our church. Because you don't just minister to students. Uh, You minister to their families and everyone around them. So would you all say a thank you to them again? (laughs) And you do a good job moving furniture too. So if you ever need your furniture moved, (laughs) just give Crenshaw a call. Uh, Justin just said it, Jesus modeled community, Jesus modeled this for us. The communion that you and I participate in, and, and you may have grown up in a church where it was a little more uh, traditional, maybe you did the little, the, I call them the little shot glasses, you know, whatever, or the wafers, you know. There's a lot of different ways you can take communion, but let me just say this, Jesus, the first, we call it the Last Supper, but actually it was it was the first communion that you and I know. It was the first time it was presented in that way. It shifted from a a religious observation and became a practice that Jesus told us to participate in. And and it changed in that moment, that day. And it happened around a table with his closest friends. The first time Jesus shared this kind of meal was with this small group. It was with his family. It was with the people he'd been traveling with and doing life with for a couple of years. And so... I hope that, that that's where your mind shifts when you think about communion. Yeah, we're in, a, we're in a big worship setting, and I love the fact that we gather together once a week and, and lift our praises to God and look together and see what his word says. But Justin said it, it, it happens in the small group. Uh, Jesus didn't start out with uh, you know, a megachurch. He started out with 12, and, um, and then it went from there. So, folks, as we turn our hearts to communion... Um, let me just say the words <laughs> the best way I can is that Jesus sat at a table with his friends and he took a very ordinary loaf of bread and suddenly it became extraordinary because he looked his friends in the eyes, the, the ones he loved, the ones he knew, he held up the bread and he said, this loaf, this bread now represents my body broken for you. And I know it must have not made a lot of sense. And then he, lift, he took the, the very ordinary cup and he lifted it up and he looked his friends in the eyes again and he said this. And see, they knew the Jewish law. The Jewish law said that, that blood had to be, it was the payment for sin. And he took the cup and he said, this cup represents my blood which has been poured out for you for the forgiveness of your sins. See, the, the life and the community that Jesus desired to have with you and with me, it starts here with a remembrance of communion and what Jesus has done. We call ourselves followers of Christ because of what Christ has done. He's given his life for you and for me. I'm going to ask those who are serving if they will
4: Thanks
2: for listening to the Solomon's Porch Podcast. We hope you heard some good practical news in
0: this episode that you can apply to your life. If you'd like, we'd love for you to review our podcast on iTunes and share it with your friends. You can also support our ministry by going to theporchvaldosta.com slash give. Until next time, stay classy listening friends.